How are you doing today? I don't know, man. Like, how are your levels? Are our levels alright? Can we do this? So, like, the day the last podcast aired, I come home, I pull up in my driveway, and I'm looking, my dri- my driveway pulls into my backyard, it's kind of cool because, like, thieves and shit are scared to come all the way up my driveway to try to get into my cars. You got, like, a which, question mark driveway. Which is a thing in our neighborhood. Uh, but so I pull up, so I'm basically in the backyard, and I see this fucking possum running on the fence line. I thought we killed the possum. No, he was wounded. Not what killed. the fuck? Not killed. If we had seen that possum on uh, December 31st, he'd be killed, because I could have shot him. would be ass. so dead. Uh, hey, all of my new guns work, guys. Get hey. hey. So, there's like a, a couple volleyballs in my backyard. Don't ask me why and shit. So, I just took one. <laughs> I took one over and I threw it as hard as I could at that possum. I hit the fence right below him and jumped to the neighbor's yard. And I was like, stay there. Stay there, possum. Fuck you. Do you think do you think he's got like a like a possum medic that he went to visit like because you guys like he got stabbed right but he's still up and about. I mean, I was told that he got stabbed. That possum looked real healthy to me. He looked fine. I don't know if he get, this, he's over there tightroping fences. I don't think he got stabbed. <laughs> uh, so I thought he jumped in the neighbor's yard and then uh, two nights ago, me and the wife are outside cooking. Our buddies have left. They've gone home, and I hear. Like metal rattling, and that metal rattling was the water pan on my smoker that right. I had removed. Right, and then I see the possum run under her car. That motherfucker. So then Heather's like, "Are you sure that's the same possum?" And I was like, "It better be." He's been telling. He's like, friends. "No, I've seen two possums." <gasps> Have we named this possum? Have you named this possum? I'm not naming it. I want it dead. You I might. want its family dead. dead. I want his sister <laughs> dead. <laughs> so, no. I did not name the possum. Oh, that's great. So, now it seems like I might have to kill a few possums. Mm. I mean, trap them for right. safe them removal. Free. What if we smoked possum? I'm not eating fucking tra- trash animal. Hey, I heard they get a bad rap, man. Possums aren't that bad. They're not that bad because they fucking help with garbage control and decomposing fucking animals. They eat garbage all the time. That's why they're not that bad. They keep shit clean. I'm not eating that, though. Hey. You're welcome to. Okay. If you will eat the possum, I, you know, I will humanely kill it and then bring it over to you so you can butcher it. And make some possum sauce. Yeah. I'd rather eat squirrel. I've eaten squirrel before. <laughs> I, I don't think it I've was ever delicious. Eaten quail was not good. Quail is, is a lot. I like quail, but it's a lot of work for not a lot of meat. Very little. I'm out on that. Game hands where it's at. Mm, Cornish. This is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only Mostly power nothing. animal. What? Mostly nothing. What the fuck? The show's about. Did I did I miss you? Did I miss your read up? Yes. Why are you still reading this? I don't know. It's the 18th episode. You it's know just, this shit. It's just habit. All right. Should I look at you while I do this? I'm doing it. Yes, This please. is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing, specifically Christian's black-ass areola. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real weird with this Let's get shit. real weird. God damn it. Uh, you won't find your power animal here unless it's a bottle of sour mash. If you want to follow us on Twitter, hey, I'm still looking at you, bitch. 
I was looking at my phone. I was registering for this. You can follow tournament. us at underscore drink freely. You can follow Christian at underscore we drunk, or you can follow myself at ten beers with an O, not a zero. Also, don't forget, don't drink and drive. Uh, you can follow the game. Man, I jacked this all up. This is I why mean, I wrote it down. Look, actually follow <laughs> us. Remember that you can listen to our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. What's gonna be? What's the next thing we're gonna get on? Is it Google Play or is it? What do you think? I think Google Play. Or is it Spotify? Ooh, I forgot about Spotify. All the kids are doing Spotify these days. It might need to be Spotify. I'm the only person I know that's like listen to Google Play music every day. I don't listen to any music. Why don't you listen to music anymore? I don't know. What happened to your soul? I think it died. Can we resurrect it? Ooh, I like the second half of that word. I bet you did. Hey. What? <laughs> Can you get your animals under control? I don't think those are animals. I think those are parrots. My folks are in Yeah, town. same thing. Get your animals under control. Hallway. I hear the pitter-patter of feet. My hallway squeaks Clothes and squeaks and stuff. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, uh, if you want to follow along at home, take a drink when you hear us say, Hey! Hey! Please play responsibly because we are not accountable for... Uh, failed, relationships failed relationships or... Make something up, bro. You're an actor. No. You're making this seem really difficult. I'm having a hard We're time. We're not responsible for failed relationships or, or drunken arguments or fucking liability issues. Liabilities. If you are to damage someone else's property with your drunken nonsense, sit your ass at the house and listen to this. Or listen to it in the car. Just don't drink till you get your ass home. Throw your keys Boom. in a storm drain. Thank Let's, you, Christian. Yes. I'm great. here to help. I know you are. I love being helpful, guys. He's so helpful. I don't Except ever he's come not. into this podcast with the mentality of fucking it up, ever. Today's show is being brought to you by... Sea Dogs Portable Fishing Shack! Love the outdoors but want all the comforts of home when you venture out into the wilderness? Then look no further than Sea Dogs Portable Fishing Shack. Wi-Fi, no problem. Air conditioning, no problem. 30,000 BTUs of heater in stock. Complete with Lazy Boy Leather Toilet Commode. With financing available, just come on down. Just kidding. Don't even get out of your recliner. All of Sea Dog's portable fishing shacks can be ordered right from your phone at SeaDogShack.com. We deliver right to your home or on location. Sea Dog's Fishing Shack. Nature has never been this easy. That is dog with a D-A-W-G. Goddamn right it's D-A-W-G. Uh, yeah, this is the most ingenious invention ever. <laughs> People want to catch fish, but they don't want to leave the comforts of home. Bring home with you to catch those fish. Don't forget, make sure you pre-order your Leather Lazy Boy Commode combo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it costs a lot, but it's worth it. I'm so just, worth it. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. You can go ice fishing. And there's different rafting. levels of Wi-Fi, too. You want fiber speed? We got that available. But uh, you're yeah, gonna pay. Yeah, yeah. You're going to pay. Just like uh, these women that have getting uh, these NDA settlements. So apparently, hashtag me too is making another step in California where they're saying you can't have NDAs anymore <laughs> about something that should already be illegal but is now illegal. I'm, I'm having issues here trying to decipher exactly what they're going to accomplish. I'm having issues deciphering exactly what you mean. 
Like so, are these NDAs saying that women won't talk about illegal behavior? Yeah, like California's placed the thing basically off the hashtag Me Too movement, saying that there there are no longer it will no longer be real re, it will no longer be legal to have an NDA based off of like um, sexual misconduct or uh, I guess rape allegations or. Anything like that. Do you think that it should be legal to have NDAs if you rape the girl and then you no, pay but her and I, said... No, but I feel like the whole thing is just garbage, so they're just going to find another way around it. <clears throat> okay, so you think they're going to skirt the law because it's not going to be written properly? Well, yeah, it's always going to be like that, isn't it? We're we're always going to skirt laws. We're Americans. Um, that's what we do. We yeah. skirt laws. Yeah. Um, the riches of us skirt tax law. That's that's their whole joint. Yeah. What's his name? Zuckerberg doesn't even take a salary anymore. He took out a giant loan from his own company that just pays him monthly so he doesn't have to pay taxes on his income. Genius. Yes. Yes. Meanwhile, he's selling your data and yep. even your fucking private messaging. Yep. And he, call, and he calls you a retard behind your back. Yeah. Ooh. I wonder what that... I wonder what all these women think who send me unsolicited nudes. Zuckerberg's selling all that. <laughs> He's selling them. I don't know. Hey, so, don't tell my wife about the unsolicited news I get. Now I didn't solicit them, and I delete them. But I get them. I don't know why. I never see them delete them. I go to dark sides of Facebook. Dark sides. Yeah. You know how many Facebook groups I'm in? I don't want to talk about Way it. Way too many. But it's probably a hundred. And you got me in. I started joining these fucking Facebook groups. All the Facebook groups you join are about smoking and smoking accessories. And that's smoking And what meats. he means is meats. Smoking meats. Yes. Yeah. There's a couple other ones. Like, I've got some sales humor ones. and uh, Yeah, I did, you, you sent me advice to those. I'm not getting any sales humor ones. shit that I just yeah. found. They're uh, not all smoking meats, but a lot of them are. Hey, should I look at, um, you know, what I prepared for the show? Or should we just talk about nonsense for another 30 minutes? I'm okay with let's nonsense. Play, let's get in the NFL playoffs. Uh, you, as a Dallas fan, have to be pretty proud. Yeah. That was a fun game. Dallas stood up. They uh, It was a nice, very competitive game. It was probably the best, most entertaining game. It was the best playoff Cowboys game. Cowboys versus Seahawks. Um, Dak did just enough. Cowboys defense did what it's been doing. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about them going to Rams house? I think they can do it. And I was looking at tickets uh, yesterday and the day before. Um, you can still get, like, half that stadium is not, like, it's not even sold out yet. Which is crazy for a playoff game. What is wrong with the people? I don't LA? know, man. Like they're they're, they're, they're not excited. The I don't know how long it's been since they had a good. Why did they move game. there? I guess St. Louis wasn't giving them their stuff, but man, are they getting a stadium built? Right? Yeah, they are. All right, but are more people going to come 2020 now? Twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? I think it's twenty twenty. But are more people going to come now that they have a better stadium? I mean, I'm sure if people the, go to USC games. If the Wi-Fi is right and they have the 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 right the Sea Dogs portable fishing shack, super, super expensive like barring concessions in there, like they'll go. <laughs> also available in outdoor sporting like, facilities. I don't like. I, I feel like the people in LA go to places to say they went right. So you got to yeah. have some destination shit there. They're not going to football games, so they went. They want to take pictures with famous people and fucking feel important and shit. I guess. That's weird to me. I'm just trying to go watch a football game. Yeah, that's all I care about is the game. What? Yeah. This I, is I, I think they got a shot, so we'll see. I I put a little wager on them. Okay, so that's cool. Uh, Chargers Colts did 
what I thought they would do, and they won. Uh, I can't believe that line was so uh, like people were betting on the on Baltimore. Like, it was nuts. We made some money off that though. So I did. Good. I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about from my eye test. Yeah, they beat them early in this earlier in the season, but all you gotta do is stop the run. And I feel like the Chargers are built to do that. And they, what people didn't notice is they stopped Lamar Jackson the first time. Lamar Jackson had twenty seven yards rushing the first time they played. No shit. Yeah, I didn't look at they that. stopped him the first time. And then this time, they went all out. They were playing with seven DBs on the field at one time. No, almost like 90. The linebackers were safeties and nickelbacks. Yes, it was like 85% of the time they had seven DBs on the field. Yeah, they weren't letting Lamar Jackson get off. They did a great job coaching, and they won for it. That was awesome. Let's see what they got for the Patriots, though. Uh, Uh, Okay, we we got the Colts, right? The Colts and the Texans. That was a boring-ass If you're a Texans fan... My condolences. I made money on that game. Uh, I made money on that game. Uh, Colts are probably the hottest team in the league right now. Yeah, look out for the Colts. Yeah, I've accidentally bet a lot of money on Colts versus Chiefs. (laughs) Christian, just so y'all know, made three bets that he didn't remember them. Hey, I remembered one of them. All right, he might. The one I made tonight. Uh, After I already made, I made another three bets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know shit. what? Just leave your your bookie app or your bookie's number. Just like forget that when you're drinking. Just forget it. Otherwise, you're going to be heavily leveraged on something that you have good faith in, but not a lot. I messed up, so I really need the Colts to win, guys. Hey. I really need them to win. Otherwise, I'm not paying rent next month. No. Hey. Oh, you got one on on. Uh, well, you got another one. We got one more game. This is, do we want to talk about it? I don't care. Which one was it? I don't even fucking remember. I wanted to ask you about the Ah, game. the what? Bears and uh, the Eagles. Cody Parkey fucking ruined Cody. my my playoff fantasy team. Cody Parkey got his kick blocked. It's not his he fault. He still ruined my fantasy he team. He should have kicked it higher. Fuck that guy. He should have kicked it higher. What a timeout. That was the best timeout. Timeout of the year. Doug Peterson. Yes. You fucking Eagles. I salute you. Hey, I'm taking a drink for Doug Peterson. So, apparently Christian watched Bird Box finally. I have not seen this movie. Are yeah. you going to be doing bird box challenges, though? Do you mean, am I going to be, like, running down the street blindfolded? I mean, this is, this, you always, you know, concede to these things that people do socially. What challenge have one. you seen me do ever? Did I do the icebox challenge? You're a Tide Pod guy. You saw me eat a Tide Pod? <laughs> Once you saw Gronk in those fucking Tide Pods, you were like, oh, I gotta eat me one of those. No, Gronk <laughs> let me know not to do that. Oh, that's right. Gronk had a different yes. story. Yeah, that's true. Gronk is the perfect person to be the Tide Pods. For this. Yeah, so no, I'm not consuming Tide Pods over that's here. That's good. That's good. Right, that reminds me of Hey, something. by the way, guys, don't eat Tide Pods. Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah, that's not. Just drink irresponsibly, but at home. At home. Don't eat Tide Pods. So, the other day, I saw my daughter, my youngest, walking around, literally brushing her tongue with her with her hand. Just like, ah, ah, ah. Just trying to, I don't know what. So, I go over to investigate. She's broken the child lock on our cabinet under the sink and put a goddamn dishwasher pot in her mouth. Huh. Luckily, she did, was not able to get deep in that dishwasher pot, but she got a few grains of detergent out. <laughs> I was like, Heather, should we call poison control? She was like, fuck it, it's the third one. <laughs> if she dies, she dies. She, I'm kidding. If she I'm dies, she, she, she would dies. never say anything like that. I've been trying to sell this kid for months. Yeah. Heather's not with it. It wasn't even here yet. He the was kid, like, put it on eBay. Yeah. Kid was on eBay. Was not on eBay. Don't fucking go looking for kids for selling eBay. Yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> But yeah. You'll end up next to Jared Vogel. 
Oh no! Oh no! Oh, uh, they were talking about fucking uh, what? U of H Cougs. Their uh, their basketball team, their men's basketball team is undefeated. I haven't they watched have any. Not lost a game. Zero basketball. They're I, I want to say fifteen or sixteen and zero, and they've beaten some teams. They've beaten some ranked teams. Or I want to say they're ranked like sixteen now. I hope they um, get into the tournament. I, oh, they're gonna get in the tournament, buddy. Cool. I don't. I, I don't care about college basketball that much, but you know, I okay. got H Town represent undefeated. It's nice. It's nice. Should we talk about U of H football firing their coach? No, people I don't, don't care, care about that. No one gives Shout a fuck. Shout out to Dan Holgerson, though. Uh, what you got, boss? Big, Big Sal got me a Christmas gift. Hey, Big Sal. Wait a minute. Where the fuck is my gift? I don't know. He must not like you as much. You know, my gift will be Big Sal coming to work. Or maybe I'm just, like, more commercial. On the podcast. That would be nice. But he got me a little book. It's uh, It was called How to, how, how to Be More Yoda. And it's uh, mindful thinking from a galaxy far away. That's the last thing you needed. Just like our producer, mindful thinking from a galaxy far away. Because he's never here. Never here he is. How did we get from two producers <laughs> that we didn't pay to no I know. producers that we don't pay? We didn't pay them and they just don't show I up anymore. I get you one, but you're going to have to deal with their shit. Uh, no. All right. I like being able Sorry, to talk Katie. to you. Sorry, Katie. I like being able to talk to you. Yeah. Right here. I think we got this. Um, I have an ethical question for you. So, I was reading about, and we don't condone this, by the way. I was reading about a guy, uh, New Year's Eve, he rear-ended a dude. And I think, I, I don't know where it was, doesn't really matter. But he rear-ended the guy, and um, I believe the guy got out, and uh, the man that was rear-ended visibly, could say visibly, and smell that the man that rear-ended him was extremely intoxicated. Yep. So the guy gave him his information. He was totally cool about it. He's like, here you go. And he's like, you know, actually, I'd like to call the police. He was like, nope, I'm dipping out. Fuck yep. that. So he gets in his car and tries to take off, but he hits a red light. The guy gets, like, some pictures on his Instagram or whatever. Needless to say, the light does turn green, and the man takes off and gets home. So now this dude that got ruined is kind of making a big stink about it. At least it went viral or whatever. Um, that he didn't do his responsibility, but he kind of did. Because he did give him his information as far as insurance and everything was done. He tried to call it a hit and run, but it really wasn't. It's not. If it's, you give your info, right? It's like in this gray area. He didn't wait for the police, which, 2020 hindsight, kind of a good idea. Because you're going to get a DWI if you don't. So I was going to ask you, what do we think about this? I think that if the legislators in and said state give a fuck about anything, that they will legislate that and close that loophole. I don't think they give a fuck though. What you, I mean, no, they, yeah, absolutely they do. They want people to go in for DWIs. That's their fucking. That's their money maker. That's their revenue. Yeah. Remember, law enforcement has no duty to protect you. They are a revenue creating force. I thought it was smart. Here's, no, no, here's your info. Guy, Bye. What, what the guy, yeah, what the guy <laughs> did was smart. I mean, I'm not taking anything from him. Hey, don't drink and drive. I'm just like, if if they want to continue getting their revenue at the current rate, they'll close that loophole. Oh, my God. But you never know. Yeah. You can still fucking shoot people at night in Texas if they're leaving with your property. Christian, you, you can, can shoot, shoot people's shoot dogs. And kill them. Uh, I don't want to talk about this cop. <laughs> 
I didn't even put it in my show prep. Well, it's time now, buddy. I don't fucking have all the facts. I don't remember where that where that guy was. Uh, can you vent for a minute so I can find this asshole? Yeah, I'll talk about something. So I want to talk about Christian here. This guy, he's a good friend of mine. Has been a good friend of mine for a long time. He is a uh, he's best best friend status. There's a thing about Christian. I'm, I was thinking about this the other day. He's kind of like I was trying to put a name on it. I'm gonna say booze rat. And I mean this in the in the best way possible. But I've got a. I can already tell we're editing this shit out. <laughs> I've I've got an alcohol fridge in my garage. It's fully stocked. There is very little water in there at all. It is mostly all booze. But I'll I'll come. Half home. that shit is Topo Chico. <sighs> That's because I mix it with bourbon. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I'll. I'll I'll go to Specs or the liquor store. I'll occasionally get myself a nice craft beer six pack or whatever, and slowly but surely the fridge will fill up. But I'll open my fridge from time to time, and there'll be little holes in, in my in my six packs, my twelve packs, and like I'll notice that some of my some of my whiskey and my bourbon is is lower than it used to be. It's almost like you've got like if you're a parent and you have like a sixteen or eighteen year old kid in your house, and like they. They put water back in there. Christian did today. He just fucking drinks it. But slowly but surely, you get like little mouse bites out of all your drinks. Yeah, Christian, the little booze rat. Yeah, I'm gonna drink your shit. Uh, cause you said, "Hey man, it's community. Have whatever you want." I'm not. Now, compl- I try not to chug people's shit. I'm not that's complaining. Crazy. That's that's nuts. Also, I provide people with the fucking present of my presence. People mm. get to be around me. So deal with the consequences of that. Motherfucker, you're not Bill Murray. (laughs) So I'm not a national treasure? No. I'm a fucking Texas treasure. You might be a mm, memorial treasure. We'll put it that way. (laughs) We'll put it that way. All right, so check it out, man. All right, what do you got? Did you figure it out? It happened in Arkansas. Arkansas. You ever been to Arkansas? Yes. I used to love going to Arkansas when I was what? a kid. You're, well, you're white, so you probably did oh, that. Oh, my dad had this cool park that he used to take us, and we'd camp there, and it was fucking badass. Camping ass nigga. Arkansas's got cool shit. You would be the nigga Underrated state, dad. Arkansas. Fuck Oklahoma, though. So, this uh, this cop in Arkansas shows up to a homeowner's house, and he's like, hey, come down here to the street and talk to me. And the homeowner, being smart... And realizing you should never do what cops say unless it's a legal order. Says, no. No, I don't have to talk to you. Uh, unfortunately, poor homeowner Chihuahua, his nine-pound Chihuahua, runs out in the yard and is barking. So the cop calmly pulls his service weapon and shoots that Chihuahua in the face. A nine-pound Chihuahua. No quiero leer. What was the threat to his life? Dude, let's get fuck his boots me. up, dog. Ah, his boots. His boots could be in danger. He could have just went to the jail and got a trustee to shine them shits, but... He could. Yeah, he shoots the chihuahua, and the guy's like, are you kidding me? What is wrong with you? cops like, well, I told you to do this, and I and I expect you to answer my questions. And the homeowner's like, I don't have to do any of that. And the cop's like, well, yeah, well, that's why your dog got shot. Wow. What the fuck? What a dick. I need cops to stop fucking up, so this doesn't seem like a cop bashing podcast. We're not. I need, but they gotta stop fucking up. We're like, just bad. give me a couple weeks where you're not doing dumb shit. Anyway, that cop has. When well, I gotta give them credit, that cop has been relieved of duty. He is no longer employed. Okay, well, that's probably a good thing. 
But that is not that's not paying that dude's vet bill. Can you guys stop Chihuahua's face back together? Stop shooting our dogs, please. Dude, we could do a whole podcast on cop shooting dogs. We could. Oh, I know we could. It happens all the time. All the time. Let's see. I'm going to do a little booze history, Christian. You ready for that? Only if it's quick and dirty. Oh, it's dirty, baby. So I want to talk about, I don't know if you ever heard of this, Mel Johnson, a visionary, and Booze Town, the adult theme park that never was. Have you ever heard of either of these guys? Nope. So Mel Johnson, back in the early 50s, he invested some money that he made, and he did it very wisely, and he profited, and he was able to travel a lot. Very eccentric guy. Uh, big thinker. So he has this idea about Booze Town. So he gathers a bunch of investors in a bar one night, and he spends one hour or so getting them liquored up, and then he, and then he lays it on them. And he's like, imagine a resort entirely centered on the culture of alcohol, a boozer's paradise, if you will, built expressly to facilitate drinking and the good times that naturally flow, where the bars, clubs, liquor stores, they never close, where the police force is there to facilitate. Not enforce, not to be dicks and shoot your dog. Oh, you mean the police force is there to help generate revenue? Sounds like they're, they're perfectly suited for it. I mean, I guess. They're, 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 facilitate? They're, if they're there, yeah. facilitate. They're like, hey, you should check out Bourbon Street. Yeah, they're there to help generate revenue. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like they're perfectly suited for it. They're not there to technically police. They're here to just, hey. Yeah, hey. But we'll talk about them a little later. They're tour guides with guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they are. Even the street names will uh salute mother booze wakonkin gin lane bourbon boulevard scott street and adult playground like no other so this was the pitch back in 1952 now it took some years for them to get off the ground uh mel was trying to find investors so mel mel johnson like i said he invested well in the early 50s late 40s and he spent like five to eight years traveling um and he went from london havana barcelona this guy liked to drink a lot uh, New York, New Orleans, Paris. So one night, he's in New Orleans, and he's in um, the old Absinthe, right? And he's drinking, and he's just like, man, there's got to be some place that is just the El Dorado, you know? Like somewhere we can go where it's just it's just for us, where no one's fucking with us or hassling us. He's looking for the booze promised land? Yes. Yes. Yes, booze town. So he plays with the idea of like opening a nightclub, maybe in New Orleans, where they're pretty lax on liquor laws in Louisiana. But then he's like, no, no, there's way, I'd have to put way too many compromises if we did that. So he starts to think bigger and bigger. And he's like, a vacation resort, an adult Disneyland for booze, something huge. Something giant, something that people will come from all over the world to. He didn't want it to step on Vegas's toes, but there are some parallels. Because financing would be tricky. He's got these investors he's working on. So then he starts thinking, well, what else can I do? Underground casinos, private clubs for the rich and famous, the celebrities, because people want to get away. Throw some speakeasies in there. Oh, we're not even we're not even close to there. He's talking a whole city toward the boozer. I don't know if I'd want to go there. 
You don't know if you'd want to go there? I don't I don't know that like true boozers want to go to a large complex of people drinking booze. Because think about us. We drink all the time. We're not trying to go to places with all fucking sorts of people unless it's a sporting event or Vegas. Well, think of it as like Vegas. Like I just said, it would have underground casinos. It would be a lot like Vegas. So think of all these high-rises and all these buildings, and in the middle of it all, like the stratosphere of the Space Needle in Seattle. Yes. Except it's a giant martini glass. And on the very top is a garden, and is a giant olive garden. Self-sustaining. He would have his own so brewery. So just walk through the garden and just drop an olive in your martini? I mean, you could. You wouldn't do that. But the company would be doing that, I imagine. He would have his own brewery, his own winery, his own distillery. And he even went to the point where he would have his own currency. Do you know what his own currency would be backed by? He called it liquid gold. So basically, when you bought into Boostown currency, you would buy into old whiskey, aging in whiskey barrels. So that so you, you got people investing in whiskey futures? So, yeah, so whiskey, well, <laughs> well, think about it. Like, as, as your scotch or your whiskey gets older, it increases in value, right? Yep. That was the whole premise behind that. I'm hoarding gold. Well, I'm hoarding whiskey and wood <laughs> barrels. He had a party police, which would, like I said earlier, facilitate them uh, instead of being actual dickbag cops. Um, had plans for underground casinos, secret clubs. Pro, he was, and the best of all, pro prostitution. Um, uh, I kind of feel like yay. How do I feel about prostitution? I feel like. It, uh, it needs to be it needs to be decriminalized and regulated. It needs to be regulated, like yeah, it probably the, does. The, the opponents against decriminalization are like, oh well, underage. Now, well, let's regulate this shit then. Let's require fucking socials and birth certificates, and let's stop fucking putting people in jail for paying for pussy. Everybody pays for it, just in yeah. a different way. Oh, I get you. Uh, he had plans for future expansions, suburbs, high rises. Unfortunately, um. Oh, and the best of all, no kids. Hey! So this no kid wonderland, unfortunately, never got off the ground. It wasn't meant to be. A combination of setbacks, uh, lack of funding, a lot of religious issues. Of course, back in the 50s, people had lots of It was just before his time, huh? It was just before his time, man. It never got off the ground. Um, and in 1962, at the age of 50, uh, poor Mel was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenic, and uh, he was placed in custody of... Uh, Bartonville Mental Hospital. He died about four years later. It happens. I don't know that I want to spend much time in a community full of people who are drunk. I don't know, but this is a drinking podcast. And, I uh, need responsible people there down. that I can annoy with my drunkenness, <laughs> but can also stop me the from police fucking take you committing home, an atrocity. They make sure they take you home. It would have moving sidewalks. Do you realize how have many Have you police... thought about a city with moving sidewalks? Have you thought about, have you thought about a fucking city full of drunks trying to navigate moving sidewalks. Oh, it would be terrible. I would go there sober and just video it and then get <laughs> famous on YouTube. Uh, so, fun fact about Mel. He enlisted with the U.S. Army Corps in 1942 at the age of 30. Uh, he was hoping to become a fighter pilot. Instead, he was shipped off to England as a radio operator. He was discharged in 1944 with the Section 8 after a failed attempt to burn down the base's officer club. 
Yeah, that schizophrenia is a bad beast. And one more little thing about Boost Town. The Volstead Sewer Treatment Plant would be named for the architect of Prohibition. Hey! Hey, it's the remix to Ignition. R. Kelly should be in prison. Brave Star! That's where I'm going to stop. Yeah! I actually watched a Lifetime miniseries. And it was called Surviving R. Kelly. And some of this stuff, very little of this stuff I knew. Some of it I I either forgot or I never knew. I'm still stuck on Lifetime movies I've watched. I can't think of any. Uh, it's not the time for that. None of them were impactful in uh, my life. I really want to talk about Lifetime movies right now. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. We're going to talk about how R. Kelly should be in fucking prison. Because um, like, even though I came up with this era, like I wasn't really into R&B. Um, like, I had no idea that 27-year-old Robert Kelly married 15-year-old Aaliyah. Oh, that's gross. I had no idea that, that marriage got annulled because they figured out that she lied about her age on the on the fucking marriage. I had no idea about any of that. Uh, and that's just the beginning to the depths of his depravity. Uh, this guy, like, he... he you may have heard, like, R. Kelly sex cult. And I was like, well, that sounds like nonsense until I watched this miniseries called Surviving R. Kelly. And I'm like, wait a minute. This guy is really finding... 16, 17-year-old, 18, even older if he felt like they were weak-minded. And he would he would take he would isolate them from all their family members, give them a room in his house uh, to where they would have to ask permission to eat or take a shower. What? Yes. That's weird. If if they disagreed with him about anything, if they showed any kind of independence at all, he would literally slap the shit out of him. Okay. So he, he this this nigga has like he not had has he still has homes with groups of women who piss in a bucket in the corner who can't fucking talk to any of their family members who allegations came out and he was like he got one of his women that he had brainwashed got them to give an interview. Saying that she was there of her free will. Right. Uh, It was with TMZ. TMZ asked a question. uh, And and the woman was going to answer it. And then you can see her stop, look, and get quiet. If you look at it enhanced, you can see a shadow on that woman's shirt of a dude doing this. Yeah. Like say, cut it. Signaling cut it. Cut it. On his neck. So she stopped. This shit is nuts. I was watching this with my wife. There are parents. There are there are multiple parents trying to get their daughters back, and they can't get in contact with them. This is crazy. It's nuts. I had I, no idea. I I didn't either. I, like, I knew the nigga was nasty. I was already over him. I just knew he pissed on a chick. I Thank you, was, Dave Chappelle. I knew he was nasty, and it's gonna it hurts my poor daughter's feelings. They can't watch Space Jam in the house because I'm not. We're not doing shit with any R. Kelly music. I believe I can fly. Nope, it's out. Get the uh, fuck that's out. Kelly? Yep. I believe. Not, no, that's the kind of shit he would do, though. Like, he's terrible, nasty-ass nigga, but he will go do uplifting shit and appear in churches to disguise his depravity. Uh, yeah. But on the other hand, he would tell you all the shit he was doing when he was fucking with Aaliyah. He met Aaliyah when Aaliyah was 14 years old. Married her when she was 15. 
put out a song with her called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Wow. He's telling you. He's telling you what he's doing, and nobody's doing shit about it. Everybody around him is complicit. Everybody. Everybody who still supports him is complicit. You're all nasty niggas. Stop it. <laughs> the nigga, he does 50, 50 fucking tour events a year. People are paying to see this nigga still. They're all complicit. Wow. You're all nasty. So this shit came out on Lifetime, and wouldn't you know it, a couple days later, there is now a criminal investigation in the R. Kelly in Atlanta. Hey. Yes. I'm very happy about that. If you still support R. Kelly, you're nasty. If you try to defend R. Kelly with a what about defense, well, these other guys have been doing... No, that's unacceptable. You're nasty. You need to do some fucking self-crit. You're gross. So how do they get these women in these houses? Like, they corral them in, and then he's got bodyguards and shit and won't let them leave? Well, no, 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 no. They can leave. They can leave. Listen to me. Yeah. I am 32. Yes. If I go find some fucking 15-year-olds, I can manipulate them into doing what the fuck I want them to do. Yeah. I'm not weak, though. I don't want children as companions. That's fine. I want a woman. So he would find them at an early age, or he'd find them at a time where they were weak in their life. He, he wouldn't give them a choice. They had a choice. They just didn't know they that didn't they did. They didn't know that they did, yeah. He would just move them in. He would just move them in. He would let them know they were they were to refer to him as daddy. Nothing oh, no. else. They were to refer to him as daddy uh, and do everything that he said. And if you find weak, weak, young enough girls, emphasis on the young, you find young enough girls that they'll do that shit. Naive enough. Yeah. And then he would isolate weak classic enough. abuser techniques. You isolate women. Yeah. You don't let them reach out to any lifelines, anybody in their life that loves them with some knowledge and some experience, and you can do this. How else do you go from a vibrant 15-year-old to somebody calling a stranger daddy and peeing in a bucket in a room? Oof. And then getting physically abused when you didn't obey. That's fine. And being forced man. to do sex acts on other children. This thing needs Gross. to be in jail. Yeah. Prison. Under the prison. Yep. All the people who've been supporting him, his fucking managers, the people on his fucking tours, they're all complicit. Yeah, yeah. They're not right. going out into the fucking crowd finding 28-year-old women. They're going to find teenagers and bringing them back to they're somebody finding, they know is a predator. They're finding children's. He would have multiple bedrooms in a studio with a teenage child just waiting in each one. Just waiting to do whatever the hell R. Kelly wanted. We had we had to have Lifetime break this story? Like, doesn't that seem fucked up that no one else would fund this? It's not. Or no one else would bring this to light? It's not. I mean, like, it didn't have to be Lifetime, but it had to happen now. Man. It had to happen on the heels of the Me Too movement. It had to happen after Weinstein and Cosby get what they deserve for what they've been doing. It had to happen at this point in time because he was doing this shit with impunity and then singing about it in his songs. And people are dancing to this shit. Loving it. Age ain't nothing but a number with a 15-year-old wife. Gross. That's fucking crazy. It had to happen now. Oh, um, man. You better go to jail. Like, I'm watching yeah, this with my wife. Too. I'm like, I'm thinking, like, what, what, what if that was my daughter? Anybody defending R. Kelly has not thought about what if it was their daughter. 
And you know what the conclusion I came to? I was like, Heather, yo, you know I would just murder this nigga, right? He's not taking my daughter away from me and keeping her prisoner and isolating her from everything and making her pee in a bucket and making her ass to eat. When he wasn't just slapping those women because they disobeyed him, he would just cut them off from food. Women would go three days with no food because they made him unhappy. Yeah, he, that nigga would have to die. Yeah. And I feel good about it. Yeah, I don't blame you. But Damn. now, we're, like, we have this energy with R. Kelly. We should have it with a lot more people. Paul Walker, I know he's gone now. He had at least two girlfriends that he met when they were 16 and he was in his late 20s. Wow. He was fucking teenage girls and everybody allowed it because he was white and looked good. He was in movies they liked. What's his name? Wilmer Valderrama? Fucking Fez from that 70s show? Yep. That nigga has dated like three starlets when they were 16, 17, 17. <sighs> I want to say Lindsay Lohan was one of them. Yeah, he keeps fucking teenagers. He's in his 30s. He keeps doing it and no, everybody just lets him do it. Stop it, Wilmer. The only person who... Maybe because he can't get a job anymore. only person who we shit on was... uh. James Franco. Yep. And that's because he failed at it. He tried to get a 17-year-old to his room. She put that shit online. He failed at it, so we shit on him. Yeah. All these other people are just doing it, and we're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. We're all complicit. There's different levels. We're all complicit. All these people should be shit on. Some heavy shit, man. God damn. I, we, did, I did not know that about R. Kelly. It's nasty. That is nasty. That's like, that's like some of the shit you used like... Uh, hear out like about like I'm not saying everybody like that but like out in Utah like somebody's fucked up yeah or fucking David Koresh's window compounds and shit or just fucking 12 year olds they're like oh he's the messiah Christ no no these kind of I did not know it got that deep these kind of predators prey on young people or weak minded people or people who will do anything for fame Um, you gotta have some principles and you would do well to keep a support system around you. Yeah, I think everybody does. So should we lighten it up a little bit? Uh, we do you want to go darker? No, nah, I don't have anything to go darker. I have darker shit. I, I don't want to do it. I was going to say, you're darker. I don't know about you. you got I, have, I have darker shit. <laughs> you want me to do it? I'll no. Do it. <laughs> Let's break it up a little bit for a minute. So I don't know if you know this, but did you know our president doesn't drink? I did know this. And thank God he doesn't. Did you know that there's rumors that he snorts Adderall in the morning? What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I used to snort Adderall. I've done it once or twice. Well, sometimes you have to get that exam over with. Luckily, really, I'm really cramped. Trying to run a fucking country when I uh, do it. I guess not. But, I mean, like, his tweets already seem like a drunk child, so... <laughs> I don't know. But apparently, uh, a guy from Canada moved a security barrier, barrier and entered a, a restricted area of the uh, northeastern side of the White House. Did you hear about this? No. Okay. So the guy's name was Yayani Yorgopoulos. Laurel. Yanni? Laurel. Yeah, Laurel. He was 31. And... Uh, he told the Secret Service that he traveled all the way to Washington from Canada to deliver two bottles of Crown Royal Canadian whiskey to Donald Trump. His end game was he was in hopes of sharing a drink with the President of the United States in order to obtain the Commander-in-Chief's advice on finding a partner or wife. Um, he was later handed over to local police. <laughs> 
minute. None of Donald Trump's advice would be transferable to this gentleman. Donald Trump's advice on how to get women is to have a lot of money and just follow whatever you want. Well, yeah. That's not going to work for this poor Canadian. That how? Canadian thinks that Crown Royal is a good drink. Speaking of what's going on here, I know he does. We love Crown Royal. Hey, speaking of what we were just talking about, how old was Melania when she was, you know, freely brought back over here? Uh, I mean, I'd have to do some research on that. If we had a producer, I'm sure they could pull it up. But I don't know how old she was. I know he likes him young, but I don't think he likes him. I don't think young. he does him that young. Yeah, me either. Because... He doesn't really need to dominate them emotionally and psychologically. He don't. He dominates them uh, monetarily. Bitch, I'm a billionaire. Do what I want. I do what I want. Yeah, I thought this boy start deal with it. Even though I think he kind of ran out of equity on that, because I don't really think his wife likes him too much. I think Melania's like, whatever. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck Melania, I want. You put me in the house. Now I can do whatever I want because I got the spotlight. I'll, like, wear, I I'll wear a jacket. I don't really want to be like complimentary of her, but. She's strong in the sense that she is enduring all this shit and not putting the whole nation through a divorce. I don't I don't feel like she feels anything for that dude. She I just wants so. to raise her son. I agree. Like that I don't I do not think they sleep in the same bedroom or even the same house most Fuck nights. no. I'm well, I bet they sleep in the same house, but I bet it is in much oh, different. She, I mean, she's in New York most of the oh, time is she? while he's while he's the, at the White House sleeping uh. alone. Watching Fox News all day and night. Fox News. Well, figuring out how to build a wall. <laughs> the other day, he was so upset he wouldn't get out of bed till like 11.40. They're like, uh, Mr. President. Motherfucker, get out now, of bed. I'm watching Fox News. No, I don't have to get out of bed. I'm not talking to you guys. <laughs> <sighs> all right. I'm going to take it dark real quick. Oh, fuck. Did you hear about the five chicks in Poland that died? No. No. Oh, dude, this is great. I mean, it's terrible, but so apparently not just here, but you've heard of these things called escape rooms. Yes. So five chicks in Poland died, ironically, in an escape room. Lawsuit? I would think so. So apparently they're in this escape room and the the room next door to them catches fire. A fire breaks out, a gas leak. And they die of uh, asphyxiation. What? All escape rooms are supposed to be fucking filmed and monitored at all times. That's what I thought, too. Somebody went on a real long Somebody smoke break. Somebody fucked up real bad. So I'm thinking, I think we all need to go to more escape rooms. No. No? Why do we need to go to more escape rooms? So we're trained. So we can figure out how to get out of these situations. Nah, because in real life... You don't think there's little puzzles? You just mow people down like George Costanza? No. (laughs) Here's what I'm saying. In this room right here that we're in, I can figure out four ways out of this room already. Four? Yeah. There, there, there. Yeah, we've got hard shit in here. I can bust through the wall and get out of this room. Escape rooms are not built for that. You can't just go in the escape room and wreck all their shit. Their walls are either, either made of steel or there are rules. I don't need that training. I can get the fuck out of here if I want to. That door is going down, son. I mean, I've seen Ryan tear through a door just like that. That door is going down. This window's getting busted out. That door I is will literally thin. break through the fucking wall. Just find where there aren't studs and break the sheetrock oh, out. I know. It's not hard. I've done it in past lives. Oh, no. Y'all have seen me punch through a fucking wall before. 
Uh, I haven't seen that, but I kind of want some to. Some of y'all have. It's like three of you. Uh, are we staying dark? I'm ready for a McAfee. I'm not going to stay dark. I'm going to do one more thing. I'll let you do your McAfee. Uh, ah, yes. The would-be mugger in Rio de Janeiro. Ah, yes. Yes, this poor unfortunate soul chose the wrong person to perpetrate his crime on. Um, this young lady sat down in an Uber. I want to say it was an Uber. Uber's everywhere, bro. Yes, I uh, This gentleman sat next to her, said he had a gun, and demanded her phone. Uh, the woman assessed the situation and decided, you know what, that seems a little too soft to be an actual gun. So she tuned his ass up, punch, punch, kick, threw that nigga out the car, yoked him up, fucking put him in a rear naked choke, beat him so bad that he asked her to call the cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This woman happened to be a fucking mixed martial arts specialist oh, who fights no. in the UFC. You done her fucked name, up, bro. Her name is Pollyanna Viana. Stay she in was lane, in Rio bro. for more training. Uh, he got his ass beat, dude. Uh, the so-called gun that he had—it was, was a cardboard was cutout. Cardboard. Yeah. Oh man, man. that guy just wanted some 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 food, man. Cardboard cut. He probably should ask for food instead of a phone. I mean, I I think that's what I would do. I mean, I can think of a better approach than what he did. Uh, hold on. Let's. I want you to look at this dude, though. Look at his face. Oh, I think I saw this today. She's kind of hot. Hey, that was gonna be one of the other things I talked about, but Pollyanna, let's, let's not let that distract from the fact that she was fucking very proficient with her arms yeah. and legs and beat his ass. Oh, if damn, you scroll, bro. you can see how much blood is on his shirt. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she wasn't fucking around. God damn, she got some thighs on her. No comment. Holy shit! But typically, fighters have nice toned thighs. He, on the other hand, does not have nice toned thighs. You know what shit. You know what shit. But a fucking oh princess at this point. If I had a like a ratio of thigh to thigh, hers would be like nine, and his would be like one. This is ridiculous. Yeah, she messed him up. She's not even restraining him when the cops get there. She's just standing up, and he has been. He's had his ass whipped so thoroughly. She won't. He won't even move. By he's the just way, sitting there waiting for the cops. I want our listeners to know that that is the worst cardboard gun I have ever seen. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's fucking. It looks garbage. like something one of my kids would cut out. <laughs> I think both of your or all three of your kids could do better than that. Yes, even AJ, who can't even say words yes, except for no. She'd just be like, and then she would make a better gun than that fucking piece of shit. Oh, that's so rich. Yes, I love it. I love it. Now, tell us what John McAfee has to say about this week. McAfee, McAfee Tweet of the Week! Uh, I thought we'd keep going with a um, consistent trend that we've been talking about. Enough of the whale fucking is non-consensual bullshit. <laughs> a humpback whale weighs 70,000 pounds, is 50 feet long, and can dive more than a quarter mile. It can crush ships with a single swipe of its tail. If a human being manages to fuck one, you damn well better believe it's consensual. <laughs> we just talked about Robert Kelly and now John McAfee's doing this John shit. John McAfee. McAfee, tweet of the week. I wanted to uh, talk about one more thing because I saw this awesome 
tweet. I don't remember what the thread was or what. It just had three guys on here that this guy, uh, at BFOME branch, BFOM branch, whatever. He had uh, three little things from Bezos, Musk, and Matt McAfee. I said, Bezos, I will unlock the secret of eternal life and my empire will reign forever. Musk, going to get a goth girlfriend and go to space. McAfee, I've run the numbers and here's how I can fuck a whale. <laughs> should, we, should, should our podcast Twitter just be trolling famous people's Twitter's accounts? I don't know. It shouldn't because we need someone to manage it. Looking at you, all listeners, all the people. <laughs> we need, we need somebody. Hey, uh, so how do you feel about uh, government still being shut down in uh, Donald Trump's wall? That he's the wall's stupid. Donald Trump's uh, like, I will, I will leave the government shut down for years till we get this wall. He also was like, I'll, you know, uh, state of emergency and I'll get the wall built. I'm sorry. Have you guys been to the border? There's a wall already there. Uh, but but how big is it, Justin? I give a fuck. There's already a wall. Also, I went to Tijuana. Oh, next thing you know, you're going to be telling me about how tunnels and planes don't exist. Oh, wait. wait. I keep telling you, tunnels and planes don't matter. It's all about catapults, bro. Catapults. We're bringing back the catapult. Yes. Also, I went to Tijuana in October. I think that was October. See? Uh, I was down on the beach in Tijuana, and I saw the wall that is there now. And if enough Mexicans wanted to, they could literally just walk out in the water and make a right, and they'd be in San Diego. Make a right. Or Chula Vista, whatever the fuck you want to call it. San Diego. Southern California. Open arms. Trust me, they don't have enough Border Patrol guys to get them all. And if somebody's going to try that hard... Can't we just open it up so that we make it easy for people to do this? That if they want to work that hard, we can tax them. Also, taxation is theft. But oh, you're gonna go. You're we're gonna, gonna go with, deep. You're wrong with taxation is theft. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we'll have another tweet for that next week. But only federal taxes, not state taxes, right? Mm-hmm. If you think state taxes are theft, then I have even more problems with their ideology that we're not gonna go over right now. Yeah, we don't have time for that. What time we got? Fifties? We're in the fifties. Barely have any idea what you're talking about. Hey man, this is my podcast. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. No. Well, tell me, shut the fuck up then. Shut the fuck up, Christian. All right. Um, I gotta do tips for a living. (laughs) What do you got? All right, all all laughter and jokes stop. Serious mode. Since I talked about this R. Kelly bullshit. my tip for living for the week, I'm sorry, my tip, my tip for living for the week is, and this is tough, uh, do not be ashamed of talking about your abuse. Don't be ashamed of talking about how you were abused and, and talking to someone about it. Um, now, does that go with this anything? Is, is that just abuse? Does that go with anything? This I'm gearing it toward abuse since we already talked about R. Kelly abusing these women. Um, I know it can be tough. There's a certain amount, uh, there's a certain component of shame in it. Nobody wants to admit to somebody else that they were a victim. Uh, and this is, this is women and men and especially men in the black community. Um, cause you know, there's a certain stigma. Like men do not want to admit this to anyone. Uh, don't be ashamed to talk about it. 
And this is this is not me saying name your abuser. Um, you can do that whenever you feel comfortable with it. This is not pressure into doing that. But do not be ashamed about talking to loved ones and or professionals, whoever you feel you need to. Do not be ashamed about talking about your abuse. Don't. Because if you don't, if you keep it bottled in, it's going to manifest itself in different ways. You you might wake up with extreme anxiety. You might develop fucking OCD. Um, any other other kind of mental health issue it's gonna come out you're, you're not none of us are built to suffer that trauma and and hold it in it's going to come out in some kind of way don't be ashamed of letting it out on your own terms and that's all i have for you guys i love you. hey love you guys hey i think that about wraps it up guys um don't forget about house bill 49 make sure we get rid of Daylight fucking savings time. It's gotta go. It's gotta go. That's the end of our show. Fuck the 18th. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Hey.